1: And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy
0: Griggs. <laughs> and the Odyssey continues, what's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. is our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B minus. Randy, I love the energy.
1: We got okay. sound effects. Like, right, I, I introduced <laughs> you and you said, <laughs> That's great, okay. man. So I've I've got a I was going to tell you guys before the show, but I thought I'd save it for on air. I'm just going to warn the audience and my colleagues here on flavor odyssey. Well, I thought I was using a one ounce measuring uh, device for my cocktail. It was actually one and a third and I was already making a double. So I didn't have to like get a second drink during the show. So I'm working with five ounces of, of uh, rye whiskey in an old-fashioned, uh, along with a beer, of course. So um, so it might get weird. I'm just going to warn everybody right now. And I've had three cups of coffee, and I usually only drink one. So, again, it might get weird tonight.
0: It, it, it already is. <laughs> it already is, and thank you for that. Uh, and I, I must apologize to everyone, both of you who watched my live, that I did, you know, like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, I told everybody you were drinking uh, Manhattan because for some reason I thought you said you were drinking a Manhattan.
1: What's funny about that is, like, I I got on with Castle Crew that same night. Like, I was waiting for your show or for your uh, live. I was actually going to attend it. And I'm sitting here and I'm clicking refresh and I'm clicking refresh. And at no point did I get an announcement and so I missed it. I had to go back and watch it. And so I apologize for missing your live. Uh, I do want to support those and and chime in and be part of that uh, that little engagement. And we really appreciate you, that you do those on Monday. Um, You're
0: but, right. This is this is getting weird.
1: <laughs> no, it was so funny because I was like, "Well, Manhattan does kind of rhyme with old-fashioned." I was like, "Except I texted it too." <laughs> so it wasn't like an audio audible audible, uh, you know
0: sure yeah we, we need to ask randy just a bunch of questions today because that's going to be a lot of fun uh go ahead and hit that share button uh let everybody in your friends and family group let you let them know what you do in your spare time you hang around <laughs> with a couple of goofballs like us um we got a pairing today but you know we've yeah, got we do I, I,
1: I, I really dig that hat. I need to get... It's it's Yakima Chief, right? I need to get it. It is Yakima Chief. Can I just say real quick a hi to Jack Heyer? So excited. I didn't know he ever watched our show. We're smoking your cigar, buddy. That's that's Jackie. That's Jackie smokes a lot right there. It's my man. It's my man. Uh, oh,
0: while we throw it back to uh, the, the home base, the dojo dugout, I will ask Jordan a very direct question. Jordan, do we have... The power to mute Randy when he's <laughs> necessary.
2: <laughs> I wish we did. Oh, Jordan, you look so guys, good look, on screen. Look at look me. At I'm new and improved.
3: You,
0: you are. Da, look at that. Da, bah, look at da, da, him.
2: Da, in like all his glory. 4K.
0: <laughs> almost 4K is like three oh. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 3.75, 3. I think.
3: Three point <laughs> six All right, watch watch this little trick, guys. Watch this little trick. No, oh, no. it's hard no. to do. Oh, uh, Jordan, is it supposed uh, to focus. This, this is wildly oh, anticlimactic. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, be,
2: it's because you have to have your hand behind the band so it covers your face. Oh, there we go. There it is.
1: Mm. Ooh, look at that's mm. that's sexy. That is. Sexy. It is for for everyone tuning in audio wise. <laughs> you got to know that it is like natural, just like human nature. That when we want to show the audience our cigar, we just like automatically hold it up to the camera and then quickly realize the, our cameras don't actually uh, like dial in and focus, focus really. on the yeah, yeah, I could go, I could focus on the word. Um, and so it ends up just being this really like poor level of content when we do this. But now, Eric can't can of camera. I just gotta get you, gotta get used to it. It won't
2: work it. for me, but you gotta have your hand like. In front of your face, you know, so that you're, there's no, there's oh no face. Because oh. the camera wants to focus on
1: your face.
3: Because my face is such a good-looking no, no, face. No, no, so you're still not doing it. You have I to have...
1: I, I gotta oh. say, this it feels can... a lot like one of our prep yeah. meetings. Than <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah we're yeah. live. We're li- we're I gotta so, be. This is
0: right. where I asked Randy, like, hey, Randy, do you have any control over getting them off the street? <laughs> I got I got. We like,
1: really like your guys' cameras. We need you to get off the street. <laughs> no,
3: no, Jordan, the trick is I gotta, like, really stretch my arm out, and then it, it gets and nice nails fun. it. Anyways, hey, there you go. Enough of that.
2: Okay. <laughs> you, won't see guys, guys. Jordan, you won't see us there again there the whole rest of the
3: show. Hey, guys, we are in a major blizzard. It was. Um, yeah, right. We got nine inches of snow last night, oh and, my and I, I woke up to what I thought. I I shoveled last night, so I was like, oh, I'm going to be way ahead of this thing. Shoveled last night, and then, man, I woke up this morning. It was a disaster. Barely got to the studio. In fact, it's such a bad blizzard. You guys, there's nobody in the dojo studio tonight except for me and oh. Jordan. We, there's no studio audience because everybody oh. was snowed
2: home. That was that it, camera switch is supposed to go to the audience. It didn't. There, Look <laughs> at that. Oh. <laughs> empty.
0: It's empty. Do we have, do we have a cricket sound effect? Yeah. Oh, that's Oh, need. I need yeah. more sound effects. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we got to. We've you know, we, we got to tighten that up. And I've actually got a sound bite that I want to make into a right. uh, sound effect that we could use. I recorded Ooh. it on my phone. Uh, we can only Ooh.
2: improve, you know, once per episode. We can't.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I'm not Take improving it at all. Sure. So yeah. yeah, I'm not improving at all. So that's there's that. Uh, so, Randy, we are kicking off the Maduro segment.
1: Are we live? <laughs> <laughs> Can we, we start over? I, I don't feel good we about We are shockingly live. <laughs> this is th-
0: this must be how you feel when you want to try to... When I'm going off on, like, a weird thing uh, and just trying to have fun. And, and it's really annoying, actually. And I'm not feeling so, it? Yeah, yeah. This is, it's, what it's, you
1: feel right now is how you make <laughs> me feel, like... Every third
0: that's, show. <laughs> that's fantastic. No, it's it's a good lesson. I, I like I like the taste of uh, of this. This is fun. Uh, so we're kicking off, Randy, uh, the Maduro segment of season four. So we're still doing the competition episodes, right? <clears throat> but instead of all drinking the same thing and you know each smoking a different cigar, flip the script and we're all smoking the same thing today and uh, going with a different beverage and seeing <clears throat> what direction we can go. And Randy, we were smoking the Undercrown Ten from our good friends oh, yeah. at Drew Estate, and that was that was what is the number two cigar of the year? Thank you, number two uh, on the Dojo list. But it was was it the consensus number one? It was, yeah, that's from, correct. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, sir. like from uh, from that other that other website uh, that takes everybody else's information and puts it all into one thing. Um, yeah, it was the number one from the consensus. So that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, this cigar was a, a huge, huge hit. Uh, I know we did mention uh, smoking the factory floor edition. I believe that's what Randy is smoking, and we'll get into that here in a minute. Talk about the differences. They're all the same blend, just a different vitola. Uh, so I'm uh, I didn't get a chance. Randy was uh, again, he kept the the uh, cigars from me. He refused okay. to bring them, okay. and it, it's funny Time because. Out. He he, was was like, oh, I actually offered to drive to your front door. He said, I'll come drop it off.
1: I'll get it later.
0: (laughs) It was just it was a tough time at work. It was it was a bad time for me to try to sneak away. And Randy's like, oh, I'll just drop it off to you. And then I said, as he was typing that text, I texted him and said, well, if you don't bring me the cigar, you might actually win this week. And after that, I didn't hear anything from him until we got on the show. So that was, <laughs> clearly, that was clearly the reason you decided not to bring me the factory floor edition. But I'm smoking the, smoking the Toro. And we featured the cigar once before, I think. Uh, but it's, it's pretty timely now because I think we did it right. We did it. When sure. It was un. It was unbanded. I think we may have done it in a wild
1: card episode. Oh, that's right. Because these went out as part of the uh, Drew Estate Live, which yep. airs on Wednesday nights just before Flavor Odyssey, tune in at six p.m. Eastern time. Um, and uh, and it was part of like some media pack or something that they sent out for some raffle. I forgot about that. You're right. It was unbanded. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yep. 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 And I'll have to uh, pull up, maybe Jordan, you can pull that up if you can and see what we, what we smoked during, or what we drank during that episode. I, I should have looked back. Um, but we, uh, so we're, we'll talk about the cigar, excuse me, a little bit. Um, and then I know Randy wants to talk, talk about the factory floor edition and the cool things that come in that box. That's, yeah. that's just pretty sweet. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, I decided to go with, go back on the wine train and uh, pick up a Zinfandel. From our good friends at Dry Creek Vineyard. Now, I know this oh. is the second time I have, uh, I have featured a wine from Dry Creek Vineyard. It wasn't a Zinn last time, but this is uh, from their Heritage Vines. Um, we'll get into uh, the—they the, uh, have a lot of information on this label. Wow. Um, but we'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, Randy,
1: you're drinking 17—what— Seventeen shots of whiskey. Yeah, well, <laughs> basically. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what seventeen is. Uh, I am drinking <laughs> an old fashioned, a very classic, simple recipe. It's just simply uh, gran- granulated sugar, a uh, little bit of water, a lot of bourbon. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of whiskey and uh, and some Luxardo cherries. The whiskey I went with is the um, Whiskey Pig Ten Year um, Small Batch. It's uh, one of my favorite whiskeys. Um, so my everyday whiskey, which is mixtures, whistle, whistle, whistle pig. Um, and so, so I was, so yeah, part of the thing was I decided to do a, a double, which in and of itself is a little bit dangerous for me. You know, the classic recipe calls for two ounces. I decided to put four. Then I realized that the one ounce, um, measuring device I was using is actually one and a third ounces. And since it was four shots, it's actually five and a third ounces, so I had to doctor it up, put a little bit more sugar, put just a dash more water. Uh, I put two extra Luxardo cherries in it. We'll see what happens. Did I say
2: whiskey pig?
0: <laughs> for, you did. You did say whiskey pig, which is why I said whistle. And uh, for those of you just tuning in, that's the second time Randy's told us that story today. So uh, so so sh- strap in, get, get, get your seatbelt on, because it's going to be a bumpy ride tonight. <laughs> Um, I need to start drinking a little bit faster, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Boys, uh, I have no idea what you're drinking other than one of you is drinking bourbon. No, you are. Well, you're kind of right. You're kind of right,
3: Robbie. Of well, course. you're always drinking bourbon. But check out what I'm doing. I'm, I decided to go something different with this Underground 10 because it has such a deep chocolatey flavor. I wanted to go with Jordan. <laughs> Ooh, it's not doing it.
2: Not doing it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't do it, it. doesn't
3: do it on half screen. Anyways, I'm doing the Diplomatico rum neat. Um, I, f- I feel like uh, the sweetness of the rum is going to come out. We're going to find out. Jordan, what are you doing?
2: I am doing the factory floor size. Can't. I don't have the autofocus. Don't even. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going with a uh, Manhattan from with a uh, Willett pot still, Bibin.
0: Oh, nice. that's fun. So somebody did a Manhattan. That's good.
2: And, and Robbie, uh, wait, hold on. The yeah. Undercrown 10 was season three Mexican hot chocolate episode.
0: Oh. oh the Mexican hot chocolate. Frickin
1: and that was genius. actually, that was actually, uh, that was Jack's idea, wasn't it? I don't think so. I think I got it from the sell sheet that Jack sent me. Oh. Okay. But I got, I got the uh, wooden uh, Mexican hot chocolate whisk unit. I think Remember? it's important oh, that yeah. we just don't let him talk too much today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, we need to maintain our PG rating, and I, I don't—we're already getting hand motions. I, I don't know what—I don't know where we're going with any of this. I don't, I don't know, know what to was. do with my hands. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know where we're going with this, and mm-hmm. boy, am I really just—I'm going to step right into it because, Randy, I want to talk about that box, man. That's you uh, yes! you've got—I you've, know you've got that there with you, and uh, you're very excited about it. And I, like, I knew that there was some extra goodies in there, but I didn't yeah. know exactly what they were. So let's break that down.
1: Yeah. So the factory floor edition is the Lonsdale release of the Undercrown 10. Again, Undercrown. Uh, we we <laughs> we uh, we all know. Uh, we all know the the glorious story, the original story of Undercrown. That back in the day when the uh, the resources for the Liga uh, original releases nine. And 52 were in high demand and low supply. Um, you know, part of the gallery perks at, at uh, Rolling Cigars at La Gran Fabrica Drew Estate is that they get a chance to you know smoke cigars as they go through the day. And the the demand was so high and the and the tobacco was in such short supply that they actually had to tell the staff they couldn't smoke certain leaves. Uh, for the that they needed for the Ligas and so the gallery um uh folks ended up coming up with this blend and that's one of the fun things about uh Underground in general and how, it, how it really got started is that this was you know not blended by the master blender but instead was actually blended by the folks that that do the the rolling there at the Gran Fabrica and uh and so anyhow so that's the original story the the underground 10 was the 10-year anniversary and so they they tweaked the blend, uh, the, the wrapper is uh, Mexican San Andreas, binder is the Connecticut Broadleaf, and uh, all the Nicaraguan fillers. It is spicy, earthy, rich, and notes of Mexican hot chocolate. So fast forward to the 10 year anniversary, they tweaked the blend, they used some higher primings, dr- forcing it into a, a little bit stronger um, version of itself. The Factory Floor Edition is a very special box to purchase. If you have the means, I so highly recommend that you do this because um, it's so rare that we get the opportunity to go and have a chance to smoke the ingredients individually as burritos of the blend. And so when you buy this box, not only do you get the 20 cigars, you actually get two each of the, uh, of the individual components That they use to blend this cigar, so uh, you know it's an opportunity to set up a a vertical tasting, taste through each of the individual ingredients, and then smoke the cigar and try and kind of pull out and 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 you could taste the complexity of each individual one and have a better understanding of what uh, what flavor contributions each of these ingredients have. Again, you guys know me. I, I geek out on this kind of stuff. That they put this box together is freaking amazing. It's well worth the money. Um, I'm thrilled to have it, and uh, so that's that's my box story. Well, thank you. Was, <laughs> it was
0: it was it was actually very. Uh, I could follow you. That's I, I'm a little bit surprised. <laughs> um, I held no, it together
1: I, for that long, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You, you nailed it, buddy. You nailed it. Uh, no, I think I think that's just that's just a cool idea, and I, I, I honestly I, I don't know why more companies don't do stuff like that. I mean, it's cost yeah. and all that things, all those things, but um, I think it's it's really cool. I mean, we don't know the percentages and, and whatnot of 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 how the blend comes together. And again, you could have ten blenders, you give them all the same stuff and tell them all the same percentages, and you're still going to get ten different cigars. Absolutely. So just like beer, you give everybody the same ingredients. It's just it's there's all kinds of different differences that fall in there. But uh, the thing that I think that's really cool is you can <clears throat> you can taste each individual component, obviously, like you said, and then start to taste them together. And then you can start to see how the whole idea of the blend came together. Now, we don't know. Did they start with the wrapper and say, hey, we're going to make something from this wrapper? Or do they have a you know, specific uh, filler or binder that they wanted to use? Whatever. I, I don't know how they started their blend. Everybody's going to do that differently, too. But <clears throat> you can taste it and just get that kind of an idea and that's the kind of thing that normally you have to go on a cigar safari or something like that for that's the the first time I ever did anything like that was on a uh, cigar safari uh, way back in like 2012 thirteen maybe It was a while ago. <clears throat> so yeah, I just think that's really cool. And do we what's the price point on those boxes? Do you know that off the top of your head
1: you it know? was It was more expensive than a, than a box if it had just been the 20 cigars. I'll say that. Um, I think it was in the $300 range for the for the box. Um, like I said, you know, if if you really enjoy understanding uh, what your flavor, what flavors you're you're experiencing, how how to differentiate them, I think it's well worth it. Like I'm not sure exactly the price, but I felt like it was a great return uh, on, on the price. And, and, and let me say something because you know you and I we talk about this a lot off air. We pride ourselves on being a little bit different than other cigar shows we really dive into the flavor so you said something that i i just wanted to kind of touch on and this isn't something i'm super super knowledgeable on but you know i've done some interviews i've been part of some high level conversation with some master blenders out there and uh and and it's one of the things that i think a lot about especially when it comes to maduro's that so often uh guys will talk about how when you get into the conversation of Maduro's and them being stronger in flavor uh, and and the whole debate about how much the wrapper contributes to the overall flavor of a cigar experience is a lot of guys will tell you that they blend to the wrapper. And so they, they they do start with the wrapper and they choose ingredients that will emphasize and amplify that wrapper experience rather than just doing a random bunch and then later deciding, oh, should I put a Habano or a, or a Maduro on this? You know, it's not that haphazard. Like, uh, like it, it is a very strategic like um, approach where other blenders have told me it's like, oh, yeah, that's the Maduro of that line. And we literally did just take the bunch that we use in our Habano and slap a Maduro on it. And so it, it, it is interesting that um, that to know the difference of how it was blended really will tell you. Um, You you know, again, like and Jordan and I like having this argument because Jordan likes to argue that the the rapper, the the rapper has no more contribution than its weight in the total cigar blend. Um, But but the perceived, you know, rapper contribution could be amplified by some of the filler options that they choose or the binder option that they choose. So you, you do have two different roads that you like end up experiencing when you go down the Maduro path of, is this the bunch that they use on their Connecticut, their Havano, and their Maduro because they wanted the consistency within the line, or was it something that they really wanted to amplify that wrapper? Um, so anyways, I, I just thought I'd kind of touch on that a little bit as it's something that, that I find interesting that I've heard a lot of blenders talk about.
0: I like how you sidestepped the landmine of saying roads two times in a row. There, you you said you you, you have two different roads, and depending on wh- where you are on the Maduro path, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't pause. You just went right through it. I would have said Maduro Road because, like, I want to live on Maduro Road. Oh,
1: you, you know? and me both, I, buddy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's Maduro. It sounds like a bluegrass band, Maduro Road. You know? Yeah, I I imagine all these like little chachki vendors and like kiosks and oh, what yeah but it's but, all cigar uh, stuff of course it's Red. Yeah it,
0: yeah it sounds great it's we a should magical it
1: place we oh, should it's go like there. bed knobs and broomsticks when it's like Narnia um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk about Narnia whenever possible <laughs> I,
1: know noth- I. I know nothing know <laughs> nothing I know nothing about it I know that there's oh. there's the one goat but that's all I uh, well he's a satire actually and, and little little known tidbit of information a nymphomaniac is a female sex addict because it's it's named after the 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 um, the woodland creature The nymph Where a male sex addict A lot of people mistakenly call male it's sex addict It's called the Randy <laughs> hey. it's, Are a you male, feeling a, Randy? A, a male can't be a nymphomaniac A male would be a, a, a satyromaniac Also named after the, the satire Because the the male goat the, the half human half goat figure Is known to be quite promiscuous If you will you know, I'll keep it uh, G-rated as much as I can here, and um and on that note, i would probably gonna stop talking for a minute. <laughs>
0: what the <laughs> heck is going on? What what made you I, say I mean, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I I, <laughs> I brought up Narnia and there's uh, a goat.
1: Yeah, Mister,
3: Mr. Mr. Timkins, Tomkins, Timkins. <laughs> yes, Timkins. Is Mr. that it, Timkin. Mr. Timkins?
0: Yeah, Tom, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Tumness. Tum Tumness. Mr. Tumness. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, Jordan, so boy, good. this is good job, Jordan. This is quality, quality podcasting, boys. Um, I, I really wanted to, to, I was trying to send you, you to uh, mental like signals, like don't say anything when Randy stops talking. Cause I wanted to chase that with about 10 seconds of radio silence. But uh, I felt like that would really just drive the point home. Uh, oh, okay. Boy. So you, so you, you're, you're drinking that uh, and then you're smoking that cigar. Uh, just to, uh, to finalize this price point here, uh, our good friends at smoke in, have the Underground Ten Factory Floor Edition box of twenty for uh, two fifty one. Oh, nice. So that's yeah, it's on sale for two fifty one. So that's twenty cigars plus. Uh, I assume it's plus the uh, the flavor components. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, That's correct. There there are
0: twenty proper cigars. So yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty screaming deal, really, when you think about it. Um, anyway, that's I'm not here to sell their cigar. I just think it's I just think that's pretty the, cool. Uh, the MSRP two
1: seventy two.
0: Ah, copy that. Okay. Yeah. So it is. Uh, yeah, they have yeah, retail prices. I was I was
1: quoting the the invoice price post tax and shipping and everything. Yep.
0: Of course you were. Of course you were. So this cigar, <laughs> Randy, we uh, we've we've smoked this cigar before. We've talked about it before, and what Eric actually alluded to something about how chocolatey this cigar is. Yes. It is. To me, it this is kind of like a if you if you had like a s'more. But it was just you had a big old piece of chocolate and one graham cracker and then maybe just a couple of like tiny mini marshmallows mm-hmm. and and then you melted all that and oh. then you put some and you put a little black pepper on the top of it yep. and then rolled it up in a leather belt and then smoked it <laughs> mm. like that's I mean maybe leave the leather belt out but the rest of it like that's that's the flavor profile I get it's there's a little bit of a I do get, and maybe it's not like a graham cracker flavor, but there's kind of a, a sweet, bready thing happening. But it's Very not much. super sweet, but it's it, but it's there. And there's definitely, there's boatloads of chocolate in this thing, uh, which is why I ended up going with the pairing that I went with. Um, <clears throat> and I get a ton of black pepper on the retro hail. The black pepper sits on the tongue. Uh, <laughs> mini Marshmallow was Jix, Jix, Jix. <laughs> it's Jack's nickname. So you try to say Jax and Nick... You get Jicks. Jick. <laughs> jicks. Well, Jack's nickname David College. It's, if, if,
1: if I can make a slight alteration, I, I love your fun little analogy. You can't, I, but go ahead. I, I would say that they'd be cinnamon graham crackers. Hmm. This thing is got so much cinnamon in it to me. Uh, again, lots of black pepper. You're absolutely right. Especially in the retro, you get that nice sting of... It burns the nostrils of, of black pepper, um, I love but, that. But, but, yeah, but it's it's got that great cinnamony uh, k- kind of savory note to it. A little bit dryness to it um, that that it does make this a very complex flavored cigar, especially like on the darker realm um, that, that you get so much baking spice from it, whether whether you're identifying it as cinnamon the way I do or not you're definitely getting a, a lot of that baking spice in addition to the black pepper, and I feel like those really, like, stand out uh, amongst all the chocolatey richness and and, um, and just... I, I'd i say wrapped in maybe a cedar sleeve rather than yeah. in, a, in a leather that, belt, but... As I
0: said, leather belt, I thought, you know what, that's too much, and it doesn't sound good.
1: All that appealing, it, that, made yeah. it,
0: that made it sound weird, right? Like, who gets chocolate on their belt, you know? Well, I mean, then you're... <laughs> Hey, now, you're doing something a little weird. Right on the time, somebody said something about Sex Panther cologne, which is great. Yes, yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that is, so we're going to move 60% on. 60% of the time, it works <laughs> every <laughs> time. <laughs> perfect. That is perfect. Um, yeah, I don't get a ton of cinnamon. I, I don't. And I I get, a, like, there's, there is kind of that underlying, I, I think I'm perceiving it more as an underlying sweetness than, okay. than a spice. Um, I'm not telling you you're wrong i'm just saying i i cinnamon is something i've never gotten out of this so for you to tell me that you mm. get a ton of it was just interesting yeah. um yeah I, would, I don't get much of that
2: i would maybe i'm getting the same note that you're talking about randy but i would kind of classify it more as like chicory like like the Ooh. like a rooty you know kind of
1: okay
2: note that maybe yeah. is similar to what you're saying
1: yeah yeah it, it, there's there's this component there that stands out and is like strong in flavor one way or the other. I like chicory. That's, that's a good, uh, that's a good tie-in.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, that, that, uh, I, I'm down with that description a little bit more, but no, I, again, it's, and that's the, the, the good part about this is we can, and plus you guys are smoking a different size. So maybe that, that, uh, <clears throat> in the Lonsdale size, which I am very eager to smoke, maybe you get a little bit of a, a different, a different experience there. So, um, anyway, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I do dig this cigar. Like I said, there is a ton of flavor happening. Randy, you're right. For a cigar that's, I, I think when, when you talk about a, like a, a full flavored Maduro cigar, I think some people get the impression that there's not going to be any nuance in there. Right. That great it's point. like great point. It's like well you're just going to get slapped up in the face with pepper and you know however much laharo is in there. I think everybody just assumes there's a ton. Um, I have no idea how much is in this. But um, I, to me, there's far more flavor in this than there is strength, and I mean it's it's medium plus. But this is a full, full, full flavor cigar. But at the yes. same time, like like we're arguing about whether it's cinnamon or chicory. So mm-hmm. there's definitely layers upon layers of right. flavor here um, to work with. So I'm really curious to see how uh, how these pairings. I think we all may have done pretty well on our pairings. I'm especially interested in what Eric is drinking because that was my second choice, literally the exact mm-hmm. same bottle. And I just decided, screw it. I'll have wine because I haven't done it in a while. So I'm curious to see uh, how's that going so far, man. So I, I,
3: the uh, cinnamon, Randy, with the rum brings out the cinnamon in this yep. to a a large degree. Uh, I think that um, like the chocolate in this is is a is like a darker chocolate. I don't, I don't know the whole. You know, like my wife knows the whole, you know, cocoa percentages right, and right, stuff. Right. But this is a, a a high percentage cocoa with with cinnamon and the rum. The rum's great cuz it adds this little bit of uh actually a, a great deal of sweetness to this pairing. And so uh this works out marvelously. I think maybe even a, I'm a bourbon guy, everybody knows that, but it might be slightly better uh pairing than bourbon just because the sweetness kind of like you know like when you're having that s'more and if you have like a really high cocoa percentage you want the marshmallow to kind of like balance that out. Well, the right. the rum acts sort of like the marshmallow in this pairing, and it kind of brings down that uh, sharp cocoa ness into more of a sweet kind of mellow flavor. It's absolutely fantastic.
1: Well, I, I I I love that you said that because I think the sweetness actually makes it more cinnamony, which really actually reminds me of something. Mm. Randy! once again taking the industry by storm the sponsor of flavor odyssey our friends our colleagues drew estate cigars finds themselves again Topping the list with just the latest badass creation from the epicenter of flavor, La Gran Fabrica Drew Estate in Esteli, Nicaragua, comes this year's number two cigar on the Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year list, Undercrown 10. The newest variation of a cigar that we all love and we all know, but all decked out and turned up to eleven. Robbie Raz and I couldn't be more honored to have the Drew Estate's team continued support with the sponsorship of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey, yet again for 2022. Please support everything that Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. One brick-and-mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. If you haven't already secured your tickets, then what are you waiting for? Come down and join us for the 16th annual Great Smoke 2022. The event will be the place to be in the cigar industry. I mean, anyone who is anyone will be in attendance. And just recently, I confirmed that I personally will be joining the Cigar Dojo team in covering the event live Saturday, February 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Smoke In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a chance at a true premium cigar experience and go to TheGreatSmoke.com and get your tickets today.
3: Holy mackerel. Wow,
0: he was on fire! Whoa,
3: that was fire!
0: You could tell it was going to be good because as soon as we got off the Randy's read graphic, and then Jordan went to the single screen, you could see Randy kind of—he kind of like dove (laughs) into the microphone. Like there was there was physical movement where you just kind of uh, like you got into it. It was like. It, I I knew we were in for something special. I was sure to mute my mic this time, and we're getting someone, 9.4s. Uh, somebody out there oh, said, uh, nice. dr- uh, "Drunk Randy or Randy's Drunk Reads." Period. The best. I don't know who that was, <laughs> but that's a fantastic quote. That's that's I'll, a winner
1: right there. I'll, I'll take that as a note. I'm happy to drink a little extra if it brings more pleasure to the audience. You know, i I it's what I do for this show. You know, <laughs> sacrifice that liver, buddy. Um, <laughs> all right, so
0: I'm, I'll, I think I'll go into a little bit about the wine that I'm drinking. Uh, we won't talk too much about we've we've covered Zinfandel, Randy. If you want to go up and talk about the grape a little bit, uh, feel free. But um, we've covered it, I think, in the past. And yep. I, don't, I don't know if that's how interesting that is. But this is, uh, uh, as I said, I'm drinking the the Heritage Vines Zinfandel from our good friends. <clears throat> excuse me, at the Dry Creek Vineyard. Uh, where are they located, actually? um uh, that's you know what i should have known that before oh they're in sonoma county uh so yeah there's a lot of good uh good zins coming out of sonoma county um so the reason that i went with a, a when i wanted to go with a red wine was because as eric was talking about there's a ton of chocolate in the cigar you get that that heavy black pepper spice and the the main notes that i always get whenever i'm drinking a zinfandel well the there's you can get a few you can go a few different directions really you can go more jammy or you could go with something that's got a little bit more earthy and spice to it um i wanted to go with something a bit more on the jammy side i wanted that fruit flavor i wanted the big cherries and this has what does this have in it uh not doesn't have in it but the flavor profile boysenberry black raspberry nutmeg and white pepper uh and a balanced acidity that was what got me to buy this i didn't know anything about it i As we talk about with wine, you're buying it with your eyes. Most people don't know what's going on with each of these individual wines. And I didn't, but I I picked up the bottle and looked at it and said, boysenberry, blackberry, there's probably going to be a little bit of cherry in there too. And I feel like that's really going to work with this chocolate and with this pepper. There's got a little bit of white pepper in this too, so there might be something that kind of jives there, a little synergy. Randy, as we like to say, some synergistics uh, going on. Uh, Now, Robbie, Robbie, uh, uh, as, as most folks know, You're a
3: resident Zin guy. I'm the resident Zin guy, and this is a great pick from you because um, if if you're going to enjoy Zin's, uh, there's a couple different pairings with Zin's that are really good. One of them is Asiago, uh, aged Asiago cheese, which takes you kind of one direction, and then the other is chocolate, uh, which is another direction that you can go with Zin's. and and here you you are smoking a cigar that has a lot of chocolate in it. So that's that's a really smart uh, pairing by you. And in fact, I was sort of heading that direction until you said you were going to do it, and I said, oh, I'll pick something different to make it to break it up. But a zin with chocolate is fantastic. And if you're just trying to kind of get into wines, like if you're new to wines. I recommend you starting in the Zinn category because of what you just described. It's If you're a cigar guy, you will love, like, the full body of a Zin. There's, there's usually some sweetness. A good Zin has some butter. All of those things really meld nicely with a cigar, uh, and especially a cigar that has some chocolate notes. So uh, good pick yep. by you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. that. That might be the first compliment I've ever received on this show. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. the uh, show. <laughs> the it just felt like the right thing to say. I don't know. Um, the one thing that I, I that that caught my attention was a balanced acidity. To me, that tells me it's not yep. going to be overly tannic uh, and like because tannins, Randy, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the stuff that really kind of dries out your tongue. Right. right. That, that right. Like when, you, when those tannins are. Harsh, I guess. I mean, I don't know the way the terminology for it, but I, I wanted to avoid that. I, I don't want something that's going to dry out my palate. I mean, occasionally with a meal or something, that's fine. But uh, for tonight, for these specific purposes, I didn't want that. Um, so I wanted something fruit forward, a little bit of spice, a little bit of earth. Um, and this one really just jumped out at me because I, I don't know. It's got it's got boats on it. That was <laughs> oh, it's got to be, be good. Yeah. Uh, it, it's You know, it kind of reminds me of the picture in Goodwill Hunting that's on the windowsill where uh, when they're talking, when he's having the, the meeting with uh, Robin Williams and them, they're going through therapy and, and whatnot. And he like breaks and, breaks down his whole life because of this painting. And he says, well, you know, and then he's like, you know, the bitch of it is it's paint by number. I don't know. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. That's exactly what this painting looks like. Now, my Robbie, my... Painful my,
3: analogies. My, my, <laughs> oh, that
0: wasn't painful. You've seen the movie.
3: <laughs> my favorite Zins, Robbie, come from Lottie, which is also near you guys, right? Lodi. Uh, Lodi. Lodi. Yeah, Lodi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lodi. Uh, anyways, though, those are typically really good because they have a lot of that butter creaminess, I think, that goes with it. But um, all, all of the Zins are pretty much, I think, are good entry points for... For if you're not if you're not super
1: familiar with wines, yeah, no, it was, I, it was... I I completely agree. I I think those those are great. Let me talk about why I think my pairing is just better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait. Uh,
2: wait, is wait, the poll up, Randy? Before... Oh yeah, the poll's been up this the okay. whole time.
0: Okay. The poll is up. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, oh. <hey-o. laughs> uh, just before we get off the wine, real quick, yeah. uh, I just I totally want to agree with Eric as far as um, oh. uh, Zinfandel being a good jumping off point. It's, I mean, they're they're heavy wines, they're big wines, but we're, as cigar smokers, we're used to that. We're used to heavy flavors, big flavors. Um, it's it's full body, it's full flavor, um, and it's it's kind of, it's they're approachable. They're not, it, it's, I don't know, I just think it's a really approachable wine. You're going to get a little bit of earthiness, you're going to get a little bit of fruitiness, you're going to get a little bit of spice, you get a little bit of everything that you're kind of looking for as a cigar smoker, I think. And then from there, you can branch off and get into your Pinots and your cabs and, uh you know Syrah and all your other all your other different varietals. But uh Zinfandel for me, that was where I really got going on red wine. And it's always been one of my favorites. Okay, now Randy, tell us why yours is the best. Can other I, than the I, amount of just, alcohol that's in it. Can I just say uh,
1: I, I I gotta go back to a Chad comment. He literally said Lottie Daddy, we like to body <laughs> <laughs> Which I absolutely love. Um so uh, no, I, I, I totally concur with all that stuff. Uh, it, you get that jamminess. You, you get the spiciness. That's, that's, that's the one, if you were going to pick one descriptor for Zinfandel and where it uh, differentiates itself from other red wine varietals, spiciness is definitely the first thing that you're going to go to, which goes really, really well with this cigar. Uh, I also, again, went with the rye old-fashioned because i also wanted to introduce some spiciness into my pairing um i felt like the the old-fashioned was going to bring more sweetness which was also going to amplify some of that chocolatey some of that just all decked out you know ness of this cigar again it's it's the hot it's that's <laughs> the thing it's it, it, all decked out ness uh, i'm getting out like We've like all that. we've all smoked the Dogma quite a quite a bit, which you know for me is the hands down best vitola of the original Undercrown Maduro. Um, but you can definitely tell the difference in, in this. Um, you know, with the box press that you get from Dogma, it does intensify some of that spiciness, some of that chocolate that you get from the original blend. But you know, this in a Lonsdale gives you that and more. You get more of that spice, you get more of that chocolate, you get more of that baking spice. And so I really wanted to have something that was at that sweeter level. That's why I really like the the rum choice by by Eric. And why I wouldn't have gone uh, with the red wine, even though I totally agree with the fruity element that the, the jamminess that you're talking about. And and it sounds like you really picked a great Zinn because it's it Zinn is probably one of the um widest. The
0: widest, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. There, there's a huge range of of uh, you know the depth of flavor, the body the richness, the sweetness that you'll find in his in. Um, and, and to your point, there's a jammy character, uh, you know, in some of them you don't find in all of them. And and so I, I love your pairing. I do. But I, I wanted something that was going to bring a little more, more sweetness to the table. It was going to amplify that cinnamoniness that I like um, and, and really like just go perfectly with this cigar. And um, for me, uh, it's doing that in, in dude, in, tenfold not only do i have the orange uh uh you know peel garnish i also used orange bitters instead of like your standard agonorsa bitters and uh and and i drizzled a bit of the luxardo juiciness in into the drink to add a little bit more depth of cherry flavor than just you know having the the individual cherries is more of a garnish really um and, and I think that sweetness is doing that, man. It's, it's really boosting the cigar. It's like putting it on steroids. It's making it that more just absolutely decadent. That's, that's really w- w- what I think they should have gone with instead of all decked out is like a, a de- the decadence of the decade kind, kind of thing. Cause it's really, really rich and strong in flavor. And, and because it's, it's, you know, whiskey based, it still dries out the palate just enough to allow the the cigar to have, you know, it it doesn't linger on the palate a ton. There's there's enough sweetness to amplify it, but not enough to like linger and coat the palate, and it allows the cigar to really be, um, you know, a standout flavor uh, as, as you take each draw.
0: Nice. That's uh, you said a lot of things wrong in there, but. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, but but I we mean, we, knew what we you love meant. you we love you yeah <laughs> I, I, I didn't know Ag- I didn't know Aganorsa was making bitters I need to get some from Terrence oh those things are getting expensive are
1: the only to get
0: bro it's, uh, Jordan you went with the uh, with the Manhattan Manhattan
2: I feel like Robbie you and I are usually on the same page in terms of pairings and this yeah. this cocktail is like the Zinfandel of cocktails
0: in my yeah, opinion. I, I I think I was I was thinking the same thing when uh, when I thought that's what Randy was doing, and I thought, wow, we're kind of synergizing, being synergistic, Randy. Not a word. And it's well. synergico. <laughs> yeah, that. I like also, that. Not that's <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it, might it work. Anyway, I'm curious. How's, how's it uh, going? How's the it's going really
2: well. Um, the cigar is, you know, the cigar is great. Um, lot, a ton of earth, gritty earth, and chocolate. Uh, but I feel like there was, like, some stone fruit hiding underneath that I wanted to bring out with the drink. Um, and it's it's really doing that well. Uh, and I I was also debating between the Old Fashioned and the Manhattan, but I kind of feel like the Manhattan has that, that thicker texture that I wanted to, to. The cigar is, you know, real syrupy kind of a texture to it. And so the the drink is doing a real good job of bringing that out. Um, so between the two, you get, you know, like chocolate-covered. Cherries, chocolate-covered prunes, chocolate-covered oranges—all, all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, and earlier in the show, somebody was talking about like a breadiness, and I, 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 I kind of get between the chocolate and that—it's like the—it's uh, like a uh, chocolate pop tarts is. Is the, that's, oh. the, that's the chocolate that I get from the cigar. I
1: was going to go with you toast with and a chocolate fondue, but I like chocolate Pop-Tart a lot. And I love chocolate yeah. Pop-Tarts. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I like
0: the descriptor. I also like the pop I, I don't know that I've ever had one, actually, but they sound delicious. Oh. But uh, I mean, I'm sure I have. It's, it's been years since I've had a Pop-Tart. I was always a strawberry Pop-Tart guy. Those, are good. Those are good, too. I mean, come on now. Those are delicious. I go s'mores um,
2: and, and chocolate and cinnamon. Those are my Pop-Tarts. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the pairing's great. It's a, it's all a right.
1: And we lined up a poppy. <laughs> <that you> <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, the cigar's making my face numb. It's either that or all the all the alcohol. Uh, I'm not sure. it's something. It's
2: something. I need to like um, find a blur filter for my. Can- it's too clear. I don't like seeing myself. No, it's saying it's, things I'm saying. It's it looks good. Distracting. Oh, it's great.
1: It, it's great. We all worked so hard on on, on our visual appearance for this show, and it always yeah. looks like like you're you're the guy that like Eric just locks in the closet and needs to produce <laughs> the show. That's the way it should be. I, I love this. It looks like you were supposed to take one of the squares of the show. Are you sure? Okay, don't, don't, don't do that. That's <laughs> not, not, not over not yeah, yeah. right, Hey, um, wait, wait, real quick,
3: real quick, boys. Let's yeah. get let's get mm. a vote here. Do you like your Pop Tarts toasted, or do you just eat you like to eat them cold?
2: Mm. And then there's also the the you put them in the freezer. That's like
0: whoa, Ooh, little, that, that's mind blown. I'm going
2: to that. That kind far. of brings out the uh, the fudginess of the chocolate pop tart.
1: But the, I'm going toasted. I'm I'm a toaster oven guy. Yeah, it's got it's got to be in the toaster oven. It's got to have that nice even crispness. It's got to be melty and like like. like gooey that's 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 where i'm at on my pop tart experience
0: (laughs) again thank you for the visual there randy um (laughs) when the i usually had i I never really had pop tarts very often and i've probably eaten a pop tart maybe 20 times in my life this explains Uh, so much
1: but I know. Anyway, it's just not I something like we had Robbie around. He was, was a forty-year-old by the time he was twelve. Like he was just like very serious. Like he didn't crack jokes at, at the dinner table. No, he wasn't a wild child. He was a very mature at a very young age.
0: That's that's absolutely incorrect. I was, <laughs> I, I was actually nominated as class clown, for that when I was in I high school. Don't believe. But at all. I was also a senior class president. So there was uh-huh. a little bit of both. So. Uh-huh. I, I you, kind of you shamed threaded, into, uh, yeah, I yeah. threaded that needle.
3: That must have been a me. horrible class to be in. That's all I'm saying. Uh, oh, hey,
1: uh, we had a we had a blast. We, we well, I was actually vice president. You. Were, were you I in was, a private school with with a, a graduating <laughs> class of like seven people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were public both school president, president a, and the class clown.
0: A uh, uh, public school with a graduating class of like 600, 500. It was a big school. Well, the audience
2: um, clearly prefers toasted. You guys, yeah, it wasn't even close. I, uh,
0: what I was going to say was, whenever I had them, frozen I, w- before. I was a kid, and I was impatient, so I would just open them and eat them. Mm. So, but it wasn't really a choice, like, oh, they taste better this way. It was just like, I cannot wait to actually eat this
1: thing. Well, well they right. always came in packs of two, and so I'd, pr- I'd usually, like, eat one raw while I waited for the other <laughs> one to <laughs> eat. Maybe,
0: oh, maybe that's what I did. That makes yeah, more yeah, sense.
2: Yeah, now, yeah. you know what's uh, better than Pop-Tarts in the same category is toaster strudel. Mm. Oh, now, now, we're oh now we're talking.
0: Now we're talking. With the little, uh, it came with the little pouch of, like, sauce. You oh, get it, sauce, like, designed. The glaze oh, yeah, you put yeah. on the top. Oh, my
3: God. Yeah, Got to get the cream cheese one. The cream yeah, cheese.
0: Strawberry cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, cheese, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. Now
0: we're talking. Now we're talking. Now I feel like
1: every third episode, we all come to the agreement that we really do need to have, like, a snack flavor odyssey. Yes. Like, yes! Separate from beverages. We should do uh, that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd we just amazing. call it the snack show. Segment. Four. The Snack Show. Ooh. It's Ooh. Snack show. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was going to point something out. Roddy, you said we were kicking off the Maduro segment. So this is episode two of hmm. the Maduro uh, segment. Obviously, we, we started a, we last week. took a week, week, week with,
0: off. You're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were thrown off by the week off, and I'm going to talk about that in a second because <laughs> had an amazing trip at, at uh at Tobacco Plus Expo 22, and I do want to just like kind of mention that and and share some some tales with you, Robbie, because we haven't got a chance to uh, catch up since we got back. But yeah, we did start off uh, the segment. Uh, th- this is episode two. We started with the Agnorso Leaf Anniversary of Maduro, um, and uh, and, uh, and apparently Terence was online like spreading some some in- incorrect information. I did want to go back to that and point out that like we were very much smoking the Anniversario Maduro, which apparently they had more Vitola releases this year than they have in the past. And so there was some confusion about what we were smoking. But so we were it's smoking easy the Anniversario to understand, Maduro. it's
0: easy to understand his
1: confusion, even though he was the person of the year. Person of oh, the well, really, man of the year, because I know we, the guy that's not, he's a we, man. We, we, we it's a fact. To... He's a, he's a man, man of the year. Uh, I, little, I, I, I don't want to pause for that. I don't uh, want to know how how I
0: mean, you you spoke pretty pretty strongly about it. he's a man. Hey, I don't. I've seen some of the, the videos you guys were putting out at TPE, so I don't know what was going so, on So can I say something to
1: that? Get this. So so Robbie Raz better than anybody else. Knows how nervous I get in front of the camera, and and like you, you you know I found my comfort zone here on this show. Obviously, you know we know the audience pretty well. We know each other pretty pretty well. Um, obviously, but, like, but, <laughs> 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 but but when we get to a trade show, the few uh, interviews that I've done have been really really awkward and uncomfortable for me. And you, you know I, I I I use the wrong words. I won't go back to that. But um. But get this, Robbie. So so Robbie Rez was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be his cameraman. He had some other uh, conflicts in, in life that, that prevented him from coming to TPE this year. And I ended up being the uh, the primary on my team. And Scott Brayband of Trinity Cigars, who's typically in the studio audience, was an absolute standout, came out as my partner, handle the cameraman duties, did an amazing job. I hope you guys got a chance to go check out the TPE 2022 coverage on both Facebook and YouTube. If not, please check those out. Um, Like them, share them, uh, uh, subscribe to our channel, add notifications. Um, It it was a lot of fun getting to uh, dual, uh, simul, uh, live cast uh, from the show. Um, But get this, Robbie, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't until like the end of day two that Eric was like, so how's it going for you, Randy? Actually, like this is the first show we've ever done together where you're the appointed, like, interviewer. And, and, it, and I was the guy. And and it was so funny because I'm so glad it never occurred to me that that was my role. Again, because it was, like, kind of a last-minute change. So I never had a chance to get nervous. I just went out and did it. And uh, uh, I felt like the interviews went great. Obviously, you know, you and I have talked about it, Rob. It, you know, it's, it's nice. You know, it's a small enough industry. This is my fourth year with uh, Cigar Dojo. And, you know, I, I walk into the booth. They know me. They know who I am. They know who I'm with. And it's it's a much more comfortable situation. And so it was kind of cool for me that I got to, like, ramp up from being the camera guy, getting known by the industry to being in front of the camera. And and, and it was just kind of funny that it never occurred to me that this is my first go- round where i was a uh, personality for the whole show and so i never had a chance to get nervous so that was uh that was actually a pretty cool experience for me but uh we had a great show you would have loved it man it was uh, uh we had a much better showing from manufacturers than last year you know we had a slightly larger footprint but last year there was a lot of like uh um lounges like smoking areas in between because they empty wanted to space, fill right, out you the can space. Say it, there was empty Yeah, space. yeah, but they filled out the space pretty nicely. Like TPU does a great job. They really do. It was an amazing trade show, but they did a good job of like kind of spacing out the manufacturers. Where this year it was just like bam, wall to wall manufacturers, and so uh, so it's exciting. You know, obviously we're we're in a bit of a a a boom within the boom. Of, of cigar smoking in general so there was a lot of buzz there was a lot of liveliness and people excited about um about coming to the show i felt like a lot of manufacturers had uh, projects ready to release for this show um a lot of conversation about how they wanted to have releases but because of fulfillment uh, uh issues because of this you know surge of smoking that we're seeing right now in premium cigars uh, a lot of them weren't able to actually get either the boxes in time or the bands in time to actually release them for the show. But, um, it was, uh, it was encouraging because uh, there, there, were, there was a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement, a lot of like movement forward, uh, for brands, some new brands we hadn't uh, ever interviewed before that that, uh, that we got to touch base with and connect with and and make some relationships. So, uh, so I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to the TPE 2022 uh, coverage. Obviously, like our show, sponsored by Drew Estate, so that was fantastic. It was also the return. Uh, of drew estate to one of our industry events as as they took a little bit of time off as they were retooling some things they came out as strong as ever if not stronger there's some great releases acid 20 now has a a connecticut that was released at the show i don't know if you've seen that yet um Mm. but uh but good things i'll tell you though i showed up friday as hungover as i've ever shown up to a conference show Mm. It was painful. Yeah, it, it hurt. the the whole like weight loss thing and, and alcohol intake is still something I'm I'm getting accustomed to. I get a lot drunker than I used to a lot earlier, uh, for the same amount of uh, imbibing, and uh, and you know what I found is my new favorite thing to do, go to hell, Rob. Uh, the, the, <laughs> my new favorite thing when I'm hungover. You know what's a great hungover cigar? The tobacco. Oh, tobacco's a great breakfast cigar. Oh. You don't need
0: to be hung over.
2: Hung over oh. cigar? I've never heard of such a
0: thing. It, well, oh. it, it's a thing now. Uh, uh, I, the
1: oh, the sweetness, the chocolatiness. Like you said, it's a great breakfast cigar in general. It was it was that's, that's very nice.
0: That is the breakfast cigar when you're on safari. At least it was for me. Uh, the the couple times I've been able to go. Uh, a couple a couple things. Uh, yes, I watched you from afar. I watched the videos. Oh, did you, you? Yeah, absolutely. I tuned in. I was commenting. What are you talking about? Oh thanks, you, pal. You did you did a great job. I oh, was well, very you. impressed. I felt I was a proud papa watching you from
1: afar. Appreciate um, that. I learned a lot and, from you. You're my mentor.
0: I uh oh, we're getting emotional. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> shit. Um, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna do it.
0: i I told myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Um, no, the coverage was great. And it was, I was really, man, I was thrilled to see you, to see you doing that and kind of, uh, stepping into that role. And I know exactly how, how nervous you get doing that. Um, so, uh, that was, that was really cool for me to see. And, uh, the coverage was great. Uh, I, I did get a picture of you dancing in the pool. So that made me happy. Uh, or at least you were dancing in the pools in the background. I don't know if you were actually in the pool. Um, but it's, it it, it does live on Facebook and I'll share it with the group later. and the, the analogy that I would give you for the way that, that you handled it, because you were like you said you didn't, have, you didn't know or you didn't have enough time to get nervous about it. Yeah. Like it, re, it reminds me of like if I'm at the ballpark, right? And the Giants are facing, they're supposed to face Clayton Kershaw. And for whatever reason, Clayton can't pitch that day. So it's, it's Joe bench. Bob Nelson, who I've never heard of, is going to make his first major league start. And he comes out and he throws seven, like one hit innings. It's because, like, he had no idea he was pitching that day and right. just went out there and just let it rip and trusted himself. So that's what you did. You went out, you let it rip, and you trusted yourself, and you did a great job.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, no, I, I know the exact sports analogy you're, you're making there. It's like they don't know what they don't know. You know, they're they don't. Exactly. They, they, they're, they're so green and naive. They don't know to be nervous. You're so, that's, that's,
2: that's... so bad, so dumb that you, <laughs> some, that you somehow just accidentally did it right. I don't know. Right. <laughs>
1: Amazing. just
0: kidding just don't, just you don't know, know that, what George. you don't know i love that phrase all right let's uh let's go ahead let's and, get them votes uh, bro yeah I, I, do we do we go with our thumbs up and thumbs down first i can't remember i think or or we should we go votes? with
3: it. you go with the thumbs up thumbs down first and then jordan will uh yeah.
1: we'll tally the final vote
0: yep. all right randy yeah, the floor is yours the best pairing this, you've ever had.
1: Yeah, this cigar uh, uh, pairing is going exactly as I, as I hoped. The little extra drizzle of the Luxardo cherry uh, juice in here is it doing everything I had hoped. It is emphasizing some of those those dark fruit uh, kind of uh, stewed fruit notes that the cigar uh, exemplifies. The the complexity of the drink with the orange and the bitters and the sweetness and the cherries and the bourbon. And the, or the the rye, it's it's all working exactly as as I planned. This is is a no brainer. Actually, as a matter of fact, I kind of think you called me basic on your uh, on your your uh, live that it was like this is like a t ball uh, uh, pairing for rye. I think that was that was obvious. the last
0: time because you were just like, oh, I want to do a rye whiskey or something like
1: that. Yeah, no, but but this but is I, everything I, I, I had say, hoped it would be. I say terrible
0: be. things about you on the lives all the time. Now that I know that you're watching, I'll stop. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I I love it. It gives me a chance to call you out on, on live air. Uh no, this is a thumbs up for me. This is a, a great pairing. You can't go wrong with a with a fashion if if you're uh pairing with the underground Ten.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh I, I agree. I think that's a great pairing. Um I I can taste it even though I'm not drinking that drink, but uh I could tell I like I I could taste Eric's, I could taste Jordan's, and I could taste yours. I could all of all of those I've had all those
1: beverages. You're a flavor savant.
0: Indeed. And like you can too, you understand, you, you know, you could probably taste mine too. It's, we've done this before, so we know what to expect. Uh, with that being said, this was exact, this pairing was exactly what I wanted. It's a little bit of a different direction um, than uh, than you and uh, Eric went. The one thing that scared me off from the rum was I thought it might be a little too sweet. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, it's interesting to hear that the the sweetness, I was worried that you'd get the, the chocolatey, and there's that underlying sweetness in this cigar, and then you add sweetness on top of that. I was worried that it might be like too much of a sweet sandwich, so um, I wanted to go with a bit more fruit. Um, it's jammy. There is some sweetness from the. I mean, you get a little bit of sweetness from the uh, from the the zinfandel, not a ton. But no, I see. I knew as soon as I said I could taste yours, somebody <laughs> was gonna say something. And y- you know what I'm? Mean. It's just a Come family back. show, boys. Let's clean it up. Come on. Um, <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Um, No, so I wanted to go more fruit, more jammy. There's a little bit of sweetness in there. There's some earthiness. There's some spice that's going to jive. That really is jiving with the cigar the way that I really wanted it to. It's elevating that sweetness that comes from the cigar, so that that chocolate is just it's so pronounced. And that it's always pronounced with the cigar, but it's even it's even more so. And there's that pepper that you really get on the retro hill. You really it kind of settles on the palate as well. That lingers between the two. Uh, this I, I couldn't have asked for a better pairing. It's almost like a if you take a chocolate, take a take a chocolate pop tart with no frosting on it, and then put some put some jam on the top of it. Ooh. So you get the pop tart, the chocolate, and the jam. Wow! That's my jam. Pop tart so, sandwich. Yeah. yeah, baby. So wow. this yeah, this is exactly what I was hoping for. It really I, it's thumbs up for me. Absolutely, 100. I would recommend this to a friend. Uh, and not only am I the president, I'm also a client. Um, it is just delicious uh I, I boys i imagine you're both thumbs up as well
3: yeah i am thumbs up on this I, I said all i need to say on this one it's a fantastic pairing this cigar could be one of those rare cigars that goes with just about anything i'm i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking gin and tonic i'm thinking mojito i'm thinking uh coffee i'm gin thinking and tonic would be interesting i'm thinking all of those things would go well with this the rum's fantastic uh, with it as well, I think probably both of you paired it better than I did, but even still i'm i'm a hundred percent thumbs up
2: yeah when you have cool. a a cigar this good it's not that hard to find a pairing uh and i my pairing was great, it was even better than I expected. I just uh, really liked the uh the texture that it brought out the syrupy texture of the of the smoke uh body was matched perfectly. You get that stone fruit kind of sweetness coming out from the and the it, with the chocolate covered you know kind of uh, Chocolate covered cherries, kind of vibe going on. Pop tarts, of course. Uh, phenomenal pairing, thumbs up.
3: You know, hey, just real quick, Beautiful. just real quick, boys, before you uh, wrap up. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are like, like I, there was a time I I only smoked Maduro cigars. I thought, oh, that's all I need to smoke because Maduro's. And you know that was maybe like five years ago or whatever, or maybe six years ago, but. If you are really into a Maduro cigar, this is the epitome of what a Maduro should taste like. Like, this cigar has so much more to it than just that Maduro y flavor. Like, it has chocolate, it has cinnamon. We talked about Jordan had the chicory note. There's some sweetness. This is, guys, this is what, this is why it was number two, because this cigar from start to finish, it is just the most delicious cigar, and I'm not even the biggest maduro guy in the
1: world but i i I love oh, this we've stick. we've
2: smoked more of these than any other new cigar in the last year
1: you know i'm I'm really glad that you said that because Rob continues to give me a hard time that i I pivoted literally on air to this cigar from uh whatever the previous one that we were going to smoke, so I hope everybody's enjoying this at home. Enjoy that we made the the change obviously cigar of the year list come out and I get pretty excited about uh, trying to um, continue to tell the story of our favorite cigars from last year. And and this one, absolutely, man, checks whole new boxes. You, you know, this isn't just the new Vitola or new variation of Underground. This is a whole new cigar from uh, Drew Estate that I, I totally agree with everything you said, Eric. It's It really stands out, uh, you know, to, to Rob, your point about uh rum that you thought maybe it would be too sweet this is a punchy cigar this is this is gonna stand up to a lot of things that we have a hard time sometimes standing up to we've we've had a lot of pairings that on paper you and i agreed sounded like they'd be good pairings and then the cigar ended up running over the the drink or the drink ended up running over the cigar this cigar has this great uh kind of attribute to it that it's big enough and bold enough to stand up to even just straight rum um which as we know is is very very sweet it it can be tough to pair with rum uh straight because of of the sweetness this cigar uh, allows you to be able to do that but to to eric's point you could go down the, the down a couple notches and still find things that don't uh, Convolute the the flavor on your palate. Don't conflict with it. You know they don't necessarily match match intense intensity, which I, I always argue is the most important thing that that you know you you take into consideration with the pairing. This is everything, man. This this is a great freaking cigar, man. It's Number everything, two, man. It's everything. It's everything.
0: <laughs> it's everything. Um, I, one thing I will I, I will disagree with you on, and I I think I can say this. From a can place, we just
1: end the show right here? A place <laughs> street, <says> anything else. <laughs>
0: uh, is rum is not difficult to pair with cigars. I I've drank more rum than all of you guys combined, and it is it's so sweet. Though. It, it can run over it, a lot of cigars. Diplomatico can. Diplomatico yeah. can. Diplomatico okay. is one of the sweeter ones. Now, now granted, I mean, it comes from cane sugar, so it's going to be sweet, yeah. Right, but all right, all right. Diplomatico is one of the sweeter ones on the market. Now, yeah. you get into okay. uh, Florida, Cana. Not quite as sweet. Florida Kanye would have been a great pairing. I just don't have any in the bar right now. Uh, believe it or not, there's something that's not in my bar right now, Randy. How is that possible? <laughs> what? Um, but, uh, and, to, and to also just to point out, I wasn't mad that we switched to this cigar. I was just a little bit disappointed in the way that it was done. Ooh. Burn. It
1: was, it was, it was oh. a spur of the moment. I, was, I, I Indeed was, it was, I was, Randy. Indeed it was. Yeah, each,
2: All right. each one of you guys should get one, uh, one change-up live per season. That's, well, all, that's all you're granted.
0: Well, I, so I get two now because he did that before the rules started, and he doesn't get <laughs> any luck. So I get both of them. And that's perfect, and that's I'm fair. happy to be there. That's okay, fair. Jordan, what's, what's the vote looking right. like? I think this one's going to be close. Well, it's
2: not. They're both very good. It's, kinda, it's not that close. It's, uh, okay, so I'm just going to say it. Brandy takes it with
0: 61%.
1: What? 61%. Thank you, everybody. I'd Robbie, like to, can I 39. can I give the screen to myself for a, for a minute here, Jordan? I'd like to thank everybody out there uh, <laughs> that that follows along with, with Flavor Odyssey. We put a lot of effort into the show. We care a lot about flavor and about like helping <laughs> to guide everybody to an amazing pairing. And and I can't tell you how proud of all of you that I am that you chose correctly. <laughs> Chad, it,
0: it, I support you. <laughs>
1: Well, Chad's been Chad's been on me that that there should be like a Hall oh, of the
0: Famer Kevin Bacon calling for a recount.
1: What? No, no, no. We're not stopping this deal here. This is a fair, <laughs> this is a fair, <laughs> fair, situation. I I just have a better pairing. But Robbie, you know what? Now that I've won, I can say I'm also a big fan of what Rob did. I think that would it would uh, you know aim you in the right direction if you're trying to introduce people to pairing cigars and letting them know how much uh, uh, pairing. Can enhance the experience either one of these any of the four of these really absolutely what would, would, would be fantastic options for you guys and and i'd love to hear more stories as we go forward into you know through the rest of season four and and onward that i'd love to hear from the audience that you guys are introducing people that you're smoking cigars with yeah, that's it, cool. it, to, to pairing experiences and say hey you know. I'm glad to hear you like that cigar. You might enjoy it better if you paired it with X and use some of the learnings and and conversations that we've had on the show to like lead other people to what I like to call aha moments where it's just like, Oh my gosh, you know, aha, this is an enhanced experience when, when you do pair it with, with the right beverage. Um, So, so I'd like to just say again, thank you so much for your, for your votes. (laughs) You're right.
0: (laughs) I, I love your victory lap, Randy. It was well done. Um, yeah, Spike that I football, like Randy. The
3: Spike bad. that football.
0: <laughs> like the big, uh, Eric you like Jordan. me. You really like me. Let's get that Oscar
2: play oh. Play you off the stage music going. On. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I can also say that uh, the cigar pairs very well with a dark lager. This oh, is a, check
1: you a, a, out!
0: A, a black lager from our good friends uh, at Laughing Monk Brewing. I
1: designed this label, Randy, Sick, and I'm very dude. proud of it. <laughs> it it's looks a great like, label and a great. Kind of looks beer. like the Emperor, doesn't he? Oh yeah. He do- like oh, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I thought, I thought for sure that's what you designed it after. Well, of course. That of course. was the whole point. I,
0: I was just leading you down that path to mm-hmm. To, to, mm-hmm. to validate what I did. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you had we're, to
1: do a victory lap on your beer label indeed. after I did the victory so, lap on what we're but the, actually doing. But the point is, here. the
0: point is, a black lager is not it's not a heavy beer at all. It's a lager. It's pretty okay. light. But the 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 flavor profile in there, it's got some spiciness. It's working with a cigar. So this cigar does work with a lot of different things. Yep. And I I was hoping. And I thought you might do it, Randy. I was hoping that somebody would go with a barrel-aged beer with this cigar because, as you said, it is big enough, uh, stout enough, if you will, yeah, to yeah. go with a barrel-aged stout.
1: Um, you know, i talked about that a lot, The barrel-aged that's stouts difficult. often overrun cigars. Yeah, maybe that's and, a, maybe that's a wild-card one episode. That, oh, I like that.
0: I like yeah, maybe angle. that's a wild-card episode uh, oh. because, I mean, we'd feature the cigar for the third time, but what the hell, it's really good. Uh, but, yeah, I'd be curious to see because I think it could work. Uh, and we've talked about it. It's difficult to to find that pairing. Uh, uh, hey boys, what's uh, what's cracking on uh, Smoke Night Live this Friday? All right,
3: so a uh, couple things real quick. Uh, this Friday, uh, Emmett from Blind Man's Puff will be with me, and we're going to be interviewing Juan Lopez, uh, Vice President of Gurkha Cigars, and also Syndicato. So we'll get the whole uh, story and scoop. Juan's a he's a super cool guy. He was at the uh, Doja party here, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Um, so that'll be fun. We haven't had him on because for whatever reason over all these years, like either he could and we couldn't or we, we he could and we couldn't, whatever. So we'll have Juan on the show. But I want to uh, tell everybody that coming up at the end of the month, uh, we're going to be on location in Miami. Um, mm. the, uh, the 23rd of Miami is when we get in, me and Randy and Chad. Uh, we'll be at Galliano Cigar uh, Lounge there in uh, Coral Gables with Terrence hanging out. There's a uh, Aganorsa party that night. We'll do that. Then the very next night, we're driving all the way up to West Palm Beach. We'll be at the Alec Bradley party at the West Palm Beach smoke Inn store uh, on the Thursday. That's the 24th, I believe. And then the 25th, we'll come back to Miami. We'll do a Smoke Night Live with Terrence uh, live. Jordan will produce it here from Denver. Uh and then me and Terrence and probably Randy, probably Randy, will be on that night. <laughs> um, that'll be a ton of fun. And then the very next day, that's the Great Smoke 2022, the big Tiki uh the big tiki fun show. The last luau. The last luau. So boom, 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 boom. So if you are anywhere even in the realm of those places, please join us. Please join uh Chad. Uh, everybody knows Chad. He's a, a, a new dojo reviewer. Join Chad and Randy and myself up in um, at the Galeano uh, Room on that Wednesday, the 23rd, then Alec Bradley, Thursday, West Palm Beach, and then uh, Smoke Night Live. I think we're, we're going to try to do it at the Galliano Room. We'll do it somewhere, uh, that Smoke Night Live. And then, of course, Saturday is um, The Great Smoke, Randy, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I really appreciate that you threw that out there, that like Randy may or may not uh, be on the air. It's, uh, it's I, technical. It's a because, technical. Right, right. It depends if Randy's three sheets to the wind <laughs> and you're, you're so confident that, that I'm not going to embarrass you online. Um, so if, if you don't see me on the Smoke Night Live, it means I'm trash drunk. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but, yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great trip, as always. Uh, like you said – it's exciting to have Chad to Chad uh, join us as uh, a new uh, Cigar Dojo member, uh, like myself, who very much should be in the running for Hall of Fame, uh, <laughs> has actually gone from the ranks of just poster and regular, you know, community member to actual show contributor. So very exciting. That's
0: gonna be awesome. Is is is, is Chad? Filling in, making up all the not filling in—that's not the right word. Making up for all the slack of the reviews that Randy and I do not do.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Copy that. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's correct. And and honestly, to put Randy in the same category as me is a sin because it's been sixteen years since Randy wrote a review. That's yeah, true. I, I wrote one in like September, so I'm I'm still I'm still doing okay. Okay. Uh, was it September? Yeah, I've probably
1: if, gone on a calendar year at this point. If so, September's so uh, okay
2: to you, uh, you know.
0: If if September was really July, then yeah, it's going to be September. Uh, it's not okay. Someday I'll write another one. It's going to happen, I promise, and I'll make a big deal about it when it does. Uh, Randy, as you uh, pound that beer there, what uh, is the next cigar that we're doing uh, on this this I'm road so through Maduro? I'm so glad that
1: you asked because next week on, uh, on the...
0: Uh, in febr- in, flavor- in <laughs>
1: February, here on Flavor Odyssey, we will be covering the uh, Crown Heads uh, Series Siri- E. That's a yeah. sexy, sexy yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. Super like excited that. about getting that one involved. Again, great interview with Miguel. That brand is something we've all been keeping tabs on, especially since their, their new partnership with, uh, with Tobacolero Picharo, the Chardo and Luciano being part of, of that blending process with John Huber. Very exciting. And, um, yeah, I'm uh, excited about next week's show. You, Beautiful. That's jerk. fantastic.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's like the third time I've done that today, Jordan. Is that the first time you noticed? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, I was checking my watch while Randy I was
1: talking. I love you. I love you, everybody out there in Dojo Land. I <laughs> Beautiful. I,
0: I, Randy, I suggest that you quadruple the recipe every week. It makes it... <laughs> It, it makes for a fun minefield to navigate. It keeps us all on our toes. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. This is such a great cigar, and the uh, yeah, that's you had like a half bottle of whiskey. It's, we get it. Um, it's such a great cigar, and it's it's super super versatile. It's like the uh, it's like the best utility man on the on a championship team. To they can play every position. Um, so cool. So we'll be back next week with the Crown Heads Serie E. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues. Boom!